0: many came back this week. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> not many here, I glad he did come back. I would like to thank uh, Tony back there. He saved our bacon yesterday. There's like twenty three or twenty four of us, a lot of kids around. He was our range officer, he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Those of you who like to shoot guns should have been there. I don't see uh, Came out there with three, I think, like, three truckloads of guns or something like that. I mean, they were loaded all over all over the place. Amazing, amazing, all the guns out there. And a lot of those old guys just stayed back against the fence and kind of hit it. <coughs> it was a lot of fun, and we did have some. I uh, <coughs> like to thank Jamie. Jamie's he out here. Jamie let us have his farm. He's probably got enough ammunition, blank ammunition, uh, cartridges all over his farm. We were picking up cartridges for twenty minutes. So just a lot of stuff along yesterday. Okay, uh, let's see. <coughs> <And> last week <laughs> I went. I cut this one a little short this week, and I thought, "Wow, all of I didn't make you an extra seven minutes." I'm sorry. you really enjoy each other. We're going to talk about uh, forbearance. Last week we talked about um, self-reliance and fear, and self-reliance, and uh, about the intentions. Remember. I've got intentions, I'm giving away more sins in my life than I want to and making them public, my teaching up here I always try to have an example <coughs> last week, remember I was 75 79 miles an hour and I'm 75 I had good intentions but good intentions did not justify bad actions and Peter, we saw that in Peter last week, and we saw how Peter goes from us and then we saw the look that Jesus gave Peter that turned things back around so today, we're going to get Peter involved in forbearance and uh, <coughs> forbearance is really it is refining the reinforcement of something that is due And according to Galatians according to Galatians forbearance is also known as patience long suffering slow to anger alright I'm going to let me get some assignments, I'm going to get some help today If so we have extra time, I want three people to help me read, alright I have three different passages that one has six verses. That's Matthew 26, 20 through 25. we will take that for me? It's not hard. All right, TJ. That's Matthew 26, verses 20 through 25. Then they got John 13, four verses, verse 27 to 30. Okay, thanks, Tony. And then uh, last one is James 2, verses 14 through 16. That's only three verses. we get there. First of all, I want to read this, some of the scriptures that we're going to talk about today, then we'll pray, and then we'll get into this. Matthew 26, 47 through 54, and while he had spake, lo, Judas, one of the twelve, came and with him a great multitude of swords and staves from the chief priests and elders of the people. Now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, Whom shall I kiss? That's that same is he, hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, very important, we'll talk about friend. Wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And behold, one of them which were with Jesus stretched out his hand, drew his sword, struck a servant of the high priest, and smote off his ear. Then Jesus said to them, Put up again thy sword into this place, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than twelve legions, not of soldiers, twelve legions, of angels. But now, but how then shall the scripture be fulfilled? Thus it must be. Now, and not but what I'm reading from a lot of you is about the, your lesson here. I'm not going to read all this stuff. I can't read all this stuff. But we'll be going through some of these verses, but if you want to follow what I'm reading right now, a lot of that is in your handout. Mark, uh, I'm not going to say anything Mark, and Luke, Luke is just like Matthew and Mark, so I do have a couple of verses in John before we go any farther. John 18, uh, verses 1 and 2. When Jesus had spoken these words, he came forth with his disciples over the brook Cadron, where, where was a garden to the which he entered. That's hard to say. And his disciples. And Judas also, which betrayed him, knew the place. Jesus oft-time resorted thither with his disciples. And the only other thing, a couple of verses that we're going to talk about, a little bit controversial, but we'll talk about it, is uh, John 18, 5 and 6. They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus said unto them, I am he. And Jesus also, which betrayed them, stood with them. As soon then as he had said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. And then the last two verses at the bottom of John 18, and led them away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law of Caiaphas, which was the high priest that same year. Now Caiaphas was he which gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you this morning, Lord, for folks who are here, and for you'll be with us this morning as we read about Peter, and the last week before the crucifixion, as Jesus was going to be tried. We just pray you'll watch over us and help us now as we learn about forbearance, which is patience and long-suffering, Lord, and you'll be with us. God is in dress. Amen. <coughs> All right, before we go any further, I want to step back and take a quick little look at uh, oh, in Matthew 26, 53 that I read there, talking about the legions of angels, a lot of people look at that and say, you know, why did, why, why legions, why 12 legions of angels, why just do that what's happening here, Jesus wants every everyone listening to understand clearly, that these men cannot arrest him against his will okay, that's all that really is he's saying got 12 legions of angels that's 72,000 and you stop to think in the Old Testament, 2 Kings 19.35, a single angel is credited with the Old Testament with becoming 186,000 soldiers. So he was getting a point across to people. Okay? <coughs> you don't take me on this. My father wants you to take me. And that's what he's doing. I, I had a hard time with that, so I had to look it up. I didn't like that. I did like that. And then the other one, as soon as he said unto them, I am he, they went backward and fell to the ground. Some commentators think they all fainted. I don't do that at all. I believe I believe some of the other commentators, I believe them completely, that uh, what happened was, is when Jesus used the word, I am, You know, he used it 35 times, God the Lord uses the phrase, I am, it was so powerful that the people around stepped, took a step back and down to their knees and of Christ. And I really think that's what happened. They, said, like, they went back and went to their knees and they realized, remember couple of Wednesday nights ago, Edward talked about his allegories about uh, the, the word I am and how powerful that word just to say it, I am. is God. So anyway, just a couple of things pop up. <coughs> now, if you don't fall asleep, let's see, this is what you're going to learn today. Uh, this whole thing, Judas arrived with soldiers and an accompanying mob. Now, I don't know <coughs> the word they use, mob. We're used to it, mob, the United States, right? Peaceful protesters, Remember, right. they had the same thing back there. Arriving with a mob and betrays Jesus with a kiss. To the surprise of the disciples, Jesus meek, meekly submits to the arrest. Peter, disregarding the odds that are up against him, draws his sword, splashes off the ear of the high priest's servant. Amazingly, <laughs> Jesus rebukes Peter and heals the servant and is led away. Those guns <laughs> now, this is a tough lesson for me, because uh, sometimes things hit me <coughs> right between the eyes, and this one hits be right between the eyes, this are going to talk about patience, you can ask my wife, she'll chuckle. Long-suffering, patience, um, uh, slow anger, slow to wrath. Um, impetuously is the synonym for impetuously is abrupt or sudden, slowing undue haste or showing undue haste and extreme impatience. When you do something without thinking, through carefully you act impetuously. Well, what we're gonna have you have you ever failed to show patience? Mmm, I'm not gonna look at you. I don't want you to lie to me. Is it easy to instantaneously react to a it is easy to instantaneously react to a situation when the when the Lord wants us to have a Christ-honoring response rather than a fleshly reaction? In this lesson, we are going to learn what Peter learned a lesson in forbearance. The Christian must remember that God wants us to be long-suffering, slow <coughs> to wrath, and patient. All right, just like last week, I developed an example. Happens to be with me, are <coughs> Telling all my witnesses. So I created a Ron Fannin forbearance impetuous test. And I took the test and I failed. I <coughs> wrote the test. So I want to tell you, you see how you reacted to the test. Okay? That's little long patience, long-suffering, forbearance. First, if you ever blow your horn at someone not moving when the light turns green, and you can see through the rear window that they are texting on their phone, and the light goes ahead and turns red on you, okay? Secondly, you're behind someone driving 20 miles per hour slower than the speed limit on a two-lane road. For example, 460, going either to the Frankfurt or the one to Paris, I've been in both ways. Now, were your thoughts comforting and loving towards the driver, okay? (laughs) Absolutely, that's what I said, and that's when I fell down the steps. Yeah, know, yeah. stop it then. Now, this next one is the real test. This actually happened about a month ago. I was reading over this. i like, was reading over my, my my lessons coming up. About a month ago, Pat called me and she said to stop Kroger's and did a few things. bring on. Friday afternoon, <coughs> late in the month. out, let's clear back to the water gun section. Couldn't even see the end of it. So I looked around and I said, okay, all the lines had the you know, big, big things. The people had baskets. They were as high as the people were. I, said, and I looked over at approximately 20 items. There were 10 people in that line. So I took my little cart. Excuse me, excuse me. I got in that line. A lot of people got in behind me. They all saw the same thing. And I would sit around talking. talk again, I remember who it was, we were talking. And finally got up there and he looked at me, I pushed on the cart, and I looked and I said, and he was, she had 41 items. <laughs> 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 uh, 41 items, we can't, that guy might them. 41 <laughs> <laughs> So you know, you know, you sit there and you think to yourself, okay, long suffering, slow to anger, all that kind of stuff. So. I'm them, we'll go up to him. we we'll to pet her on the back, and very, very, very We say, Man, five, ten, take my shoes off, 15, 20, and the guy behind me was going to hold his hand up and say, Approximately five more. But we didn't do that, of course. I wanted to go up and say, You know, ma'am, Scott County is looking for good math teachers that can count to twenty. Uh-huh. And I so We sit there, and we sit there, and finally she got through. She got up there, the lady took all the stuff. I still hadn't gotten her first to get, to, to get her, uh, her credit card out. Another three or four minutes to get her credit card out. Finally, I got up to the cash register. I took my five items. I popped them down there. And I just sit there and I had no smile. <laughs> I was really of the cup. And this little girl that was a cashier, she deserves a big trophy. She had a big smile on her face. And then I looked up that and I said, what's so good? What's it happens all the time, and I can't do a thing about it. Just say whatever you want to say. <laughs> she just calmed me down right there. I said, I really felt bad because I was in. But the, the question this was In that situation, were my thoughts about that woman with the 41 were they it? Probably not at all. I wouldn't pass the test there at all. Were my thoughts comforting and loving towards a lady who had no math skills at all. <laughs> not at all. That's going to be the basis of what we're going to talk about now, okay? These attributes where a combined woman and two forbearance. Attributes such as long-suffering, slow to wrath, and patience are all traits that are commanded by Scripture. As always, the Lord himself has set the example, okay? A lot of verses, and even though i got an extra six minutes, I'm not even going to read all of them. I'll read some of them. Psalm eighty-six, fifteen. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, plenteous in mercy and truth. One I like is James one, nineteen and twenty. Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And then the other one that uh, he's trials all the time, James 2, one, verses two through four my brother, and all joy when ye fall into diverse temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, that the patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and thoroughly all right, first thing on your thing here is betrayal, betrayal, okay, as he had done with many events on his final week, Jesus had foretold the act of betrayal, he told it all out, who has 26, 5, 20, Now when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve, and as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? (coughs) And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall shall betray me. The son of man (laughs) goeth as it was written of him, but woe unto the man by whom the son of which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? He said unto him, Thou hast said. Okay, thank you. The betrayal of the Lord was truly one of the darkest hours in human history. Okay? However, we need to think of one thing it's very important. Uh, important to remember, God's plan, okay, Christ knew what was going to happen. He was willingly allowing himself to be led toward his ultimate destiny at the cross. As we've noted before, the scriptures had to be fulfilled, and that is the way it had to be. Um, (coughs) The next one is the kiss. All right, the kiss of Judas. The word kiss connotes love, tenderness, and affection. It seems that there's no, there can be no greater devaluing of kiss than to be used to betray someone. So while the Passover meal was still going on, Judas had stolen away slipped out. Actually urged by Jesus to do quickly what he was going to do. Alright, next person somebody had John 13, 27 to 30. Ah! That's right. And after the song, Satan entered into him, then said Jesus unto him that thou doest Right, exactly. What what they're talking about here, the sop was a morsel of bread, but it was the customary for the host to offer one of the guests a morsel of bread as a gesture of special friendship. Jesus was showing his love for Judas, Judas the betrayer, and the sop. That's what that's all about. You know, the agreement was made that Judas and he would kiss the one. Who was to be arrested? Judas was in many ways, like so many in the world today, he knew much about Jesus and even professed to be his follower, but he had never surrendered his life to Jesus. I mean, that's kind of sad because we have a lot of that today, don't we? People come to church and check the mark, they check the box. Okay, he did my service this week. I went to church Sunday morning, and that's all you hear. They really have not surrendered. Proverbs 27.6 says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy. Alright, we'll move down to kindness. The next one's kindness. The kindness of Jesus. Matthew 26.50 And Jesus said unto him, Judas, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Then came they and laid hands on Jesus and took him. So what we see in Matthew 26.50, we see another glimpse into the part of Jesus when he calls Judas his friend. Jesus knew exactly why Judas was there and <coughs> what he was coming to do and yet he still refers to him as a friend. And this is an amazing illustration uh, of, of amazing grace. Judas was about to commit one of the most despicable acts in all of recorded history. And this is interesting. Yet Jesus, or yet Christ, did not even rebuke him. Think about it this way. How Jesus felt about All of us as sinners. Remember, Jesus was accused of being a friend of sinners in Matthew. Our response when we are wronged says much about our character. The Lord tells us that we are to be the example. We are to be, a, we are to be an example in our walk, an example in our conversation, an example in our purity, and our being led by the Spirit. We need also to be an example in our patience and for our Ephesians 4, 1 and 2. Well, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherein ye are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love. And then the Latin of verse 13 says, Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also. I was looking around for a good illustration about in the Bible somebody was fit into this category and I did come up with him I came up with, uh, with Joseph stop and think about Joseph back in the Old Testament and uh, what he went through uh, his brothers hated him his brothers hated him for his dreams his brothers hated him for his favoritism of Jacob, the father his brothers hated him so much they sold him into slavery and his brothers hated him so much they never ever wanted to see him again Jesus used Joseph, made him the second in command in all of Egypt. And when the brothers were sent down to Egypt, Joseph took them in and told them, Fear not, for hear it for am Fear not, for am I in the place of God. But as for you, ye thought evil against me. But God meant it and too good to bring to Fear ye not. I will nourish you and your little ones, and comfort comforted them and spake kindness unto them. I guess the question comes up: how do we treat those who mistreat us? That's a question you have to ask yourself. And see your fortune. I got this 21 minutes at this point. You're on your timer. 21 minutes, alright. The battle. been betrayed, a battle broke out, Peter rose to the Lord's defense and sought to protect him by personally assaulting one of the high priest's servants, a man named Malchus. It's a wonderful thing to stand strongly for the Lord. That's what he wants us to do. However, this needs to be done in God's way and in God's time. Um, Now we go to the sword of Peter. Jesus, as always, put the welfare of others first. He told those who were holding him, allow his followers to go. The terrified disciples all took off. They all took off and left at that point, except for guess who? Except for Peter, of course. Attempted to have a say in the matter of Peter's day. Peter decided that he needed to defend the Lord his intentions were good, Just like last week, his intentions were good. All by himself against the whole armed mob, if necessary. He drew his sword and taking a swing at the head of the high priest's servant, sliced off his right ear, of course, you all know the in that rest of that story. While it's commendable to defend the Lord, I'll say it again, it's extremely important that it be done at the right time in the right way. It seemed that if Peter had pronounced himself to be a judge jury, and executioner all at once. Peter had reverted to the concepts found in the Jewish law old, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But what Peter had forgotten in the heat of the battle there, what Peter had forgotten was what Jesus said in Matthew 5, 38 and 39. And this is hard. Ye have heard that it hath been said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek turn him also. That's a tough In other words, what we're trying to say, examine your motives. Why are you doing what you're doing? Is it really for the Lord's sake? Is it really <clears> what <I'm> He wants <coughs> you to do? And I really have to blow my horn at that guy to light. Mm-hmm. I really have to think, evil of that woman sitting there with 40 little items. Make sure your motives are. Um. Let me see here. Oh, you know when when one responds to an unjust attack, and all of us have been unjust attacked, as the Lord did with peace and silence, with peace and silence, it immediately gives others pause because it's not obviously not a natural response, not to respond, not to speak You know, because we're human dudes. You can't help but think about it. I don't care whether you like Donald Trump or you hate him. You don't really but he was one of those guys <laughs> who fit right in here. If you punched him in the nose, what happened? He punched you back in the nose. And that's really not what we're talking about. But that's, that's what we're talking about in photograph. Are you instantly riled up and you don't think the motives are right or wrong? <clears throat> All right. Um, another good illustration. Remember when David ran out of Jerusalem because of Absalom and son? He got run out of Jerusalem, and he was leaving, and uh, he was accosted by a man named Shei. He was running up and down beside David's men. He was yelling at David and cursing him and calling him all kinds of nasty names. And uh, the general said, let's face it off. Let's kill him. And David said, kind of like Joseph, David said, David chose to leave the matter with the Lord and commanded that Shemini not be harmed. When others attacked us, are we able to react? kindness, even sympathy. Are we able to forbear and resist the temptation to get even? There is no greater principle than the principle of God in Matthew five forty four. One of the most difficult verses for me to read and accept It's in the Bible, and God is very serious about it. It says, that I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them, which despitefully use you and persecute you. Not in the text explanation about okay. that. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, I think it'd be a wonderful thing if my friends and neighbors saw a pattern of good works in my life. I think you'd like to have your neighbors see the same thing in your life. All right. Um, who has James two fourteen to twenty? <laughs> 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 What's that the profit my brethren? Though a man say he had faith and have not works, can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto him, The heart and peace be warm and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are equal to the body, what does the profit? Okay. You know, this bird ver- this this little series of verses here is often known as they wish them well that don't help them verses. What uh, what James is telling us here we reap what we sow. If we sow blessings we reap blessings. James was addressing believers, you and I here, not unbelievers. Did you ever fail to act when you saw a fellow Christian in need? You know I try to do everything I'm not good at being up in front of people. I like to be the guy that cleans the, cleans the bathrooms and things like that behind the scenes. Unfortunately, you have a son a pastor, so he said, you don't So I'll be up there. But anyway, I try to be the best server I can be. And uh, I've often thought, when I see a need, if you see a need and it was money, did you help the people with money? If you saw a need and they needed food, did you give them food? If you see a need and they needed to re upload their lawn mode, did you mow their lawn? You did, did you do what you should have done? That's basically all that James is saying I'm just telling people this is what you ought to do. If they need some help, give them the help. That's what he's talking about there. Okay. The binding. All right. All right. right. Jesus allowed himself to be bound and ultimately nailed to the cross as a once-for-all sacrifice for our sins. The arrest of Jesus. the next note. Jesus commanded the weapon to be put away and he allowed himself to be arrested. It was the next step on the road he knew he had to travel. There was no other way for Jesus. <coughs> Jesus already promised his father that he, was hit, he would do his will. This will be done. Matthew 6, 21. From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go into Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests inscribed and, and be killed and be raised again the third day. You know, it's interesting when I look around the Bible and try to find uh, good yeah. illustrations about it. But I, think, I think of Paul. You know, uh, the Apostle Paul was undoubtedly one of the greatest Christians uh, in the New Testament the era. And he emulated the Lord Jesus Christ. And when I say emulated, what I mean there is he. He looked at Jesus, wanting to be more and more like him. Uh, that was Paul's desire, his goal. And uh, but Paul knew the God wanted him to go to Jerusalem. He also knew that in Jerusalem he was not going to be warmly received. But Paul went, and as we know, Paul was was killed by Emperor Nero about thirty days after Peter was. All right, the uh, the ascent of Jesus. Jesus Christ could have destroyed every one of his attackers with the word or even a look. But he allowed them to arrest him and beat him off to face trial. He did not resist because to do so would have been to resist the will of God. And Jesus had already told his father, not not my will, but thine be done. You know, uh, Jesus said in John 8 29, I do always those things which please him. We should live our lives striving to, to, to always to do those things. But i got a question here. Are we ready to carry out the will of the Lord for our lives and accept whatever consequences there may be? Remember last week, I was rushed towards the end. I didn't get a chance to really pursue this at all. But I just say it again. The way the country's world, our country today is going through some perilous times. The whole world went through perilous times. And you stop and think about that, we don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know what's going to happen today, much less tomorrow. And um, I, you just have to ask yourself would I be willing to die for Jesus? Would you be willing to give your life rather than to mm-hmm. die for Christ? We don't know what's going to happen. You know, you things are going downhill in a hurry. Maybe it's a day soon when you have to make that decision what you're going to do with Christ. Okay. not always be easy walk or a comfortable walk. It must be trust, we must trust in the Lord. Rely on him to carry us through the times of trial and difficulty. We can be encouraged by the fact that he is all powerful and that he has the strength and the wherewithal to solve any problem and fulfill any need, we must be willing to trust him, always, and remember. Before I say this remember, the last couple of sentences Bob and I were on visitation Tuesday night and rarely when Bob and I go out, you know, Kentucky's a nice place on visitation. Some of you folks never live in Northern Virginia. You would appreciate visitations in, in Kentucky. In Northern Virginia we'd go out on Saturday mornings and hit fifteen or twenty houses and you'd expect about five or six people to call, call you everything but un American, you know. It just call you everything and you treat you and they treat you nice and say. We actually had one Thursday night with <laughs> Bob the door. And the guy who stood there and he was back behind and, kid here and his wife was up there and we were talking to her and all of a sudden he's out of nowhere. I don't want any of that junk. Get out of here. Well, Bob and I got out of there. But you know, we got back <coughs> to the fire this is what I thought. Someday, those people are going to be sorry, someday, every knee will bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord until that day there are times that God's people will be required to bear Quite a load for the Lord's sake and with his help. Okay, now, next week, come back. You're going to hear about restoration. I haven't read it yet. So I'm not sure what it is. I just know what the title is. It's restoration. All right? Next week, and you know, hopefully, um, I'll not have to reveal any more weaknesses. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this morning now. Pray, Lord, to will be with our service coming up. Pray you'll be with the visitors that we might have and be with our pastor as you preach. And Lord, as Pastor said, as the number of folks out sick today, we pray to be with them. In Jesus' name I pray.